0: Welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Stretch the Chain on Early and 3R Sports on Late. Isn't it ironic Then we're on the perfect day? Braves trail right now 4-1, so let's talk about football instead. So, uh, it, it seems that last night the Braves got the one win they had to get in Houston, though. And uh, tragic, tragic with uh, what happened with Charlie Morton, wouldn't you say, Rod?
1: Yeah, that's brutal. Um, I think he's their best overall picker. People forget he's a former Astro who knows that lineup up and down. Uh, he was on that cheating team, so uh, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. But you know, he is 39, I believe, can still hit upper 90s. 37 can still hit upper 90s, but you know, fibulas, tibias break when you're that old. <laughs> but uh, no, it's brutal. You know, leave them with. Basically two starting pitchers and Anderson and Freed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, again, just a veteran presence to have that, what, the second inning of game one, that's brutal. That is brutal.
0: So now you're without probably if everyone was healthy, what would be their one-two in and Soroka and Morton? And now you're with your three-four, Freed and Anderson. And you just called up Tucker Davison from the minor league. So – uh, it is definitely, definitely not the situation we want. So, of wow. course, showing up late is going to be, I believe, uh, from Las Vegas. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Add Let's him see. to the stream.
2: Hey guys, uh, sorry I'm on my phone right now. I just got off the golf course and my baggage is just coming up, so I'm working on that. I'll be on my computer here a little bit. Um in know, vegas you're in, you're in vegas we i've been in, in vegas till sunday um so we shall see
1: how that works out nice Yeah,
0: that's too long that's too long to go to that yeah,
1: dude you know better than that two nights bro max i was gonna say three days tops
2: yeah well i'm yeah. not here for fun i'm here for work so i've got a conference here
3: that's uh starting in the morning um ah. Yeah, we know how you lawyers conference lawyer. in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have yeah. to, yep.
0: I'll have to wait to talk to my lawyer until next week. I have a feeling. Oh, conference for sure,
1: the- Rhino.
0: So, Robbie, we were just talking about the Braves lost arguably the number one starter going into the playoffs, and that's on top of Soroka. Do you still, uh, Brandon? We were at Brandon. Brandon, do you still like the Braves' chances here?
3: I think they still got a chance, man. Their their bats are hot. I mean, they're they're a hot team right now. Um, I like I said, I'm I'm not big on on you know a whole lot of baseball watching and don't know quite the knowledge you guys do, but I love watching the the playoffs in the World Series. And from what I've seen, um, especially in the past years, the hot team wins. And they're not not to say that Houston's not, but man, their bats are hot right now.
0: Down 5-1 tonight. Looks like it's going back to Atlanta 1-1. Robbie, Bro. would you – go ahead.
1: I mean, with that team, the way they're slugging, uh, Chain's absolutely right. It's To me, it's who's hot, whose bullpen is lights out, and who plays the best defense, um, especially who's hot. If you're going down, you know, World Series winners, I was looking at this, you know, the Nats uh, in 18 finished second. Uh, you know, the Giants finished second in two out of their three World Series. Um, we're not going to talk about the Asterix in 17, but, you know, it's, it's big time who's hot, in my opinion. And the Braves' bullpen was not a strength earlier in the year, but wow. You know, aside from Luke Jackson, you know, Masick is unhittable. Minter's been great. Uh, you know, the Dodgers, which I'm still in mourning. Uh, you know, Will Smith was on their team last year. and They didn't really need him. Or so they thought, and he is basically an all-star closer for the Braves. So, bullpen hitting. Uh, yesterday, in fact, one through nine, every Braves player got a hit in the World Series. And tonight, Darno, who I'm not a fan. Like I said, my mom could steal second off him. Uh, he hit the home run. So, you know, that's big at the bottom of your lineup when somebody like that can get on and hit, hit one out so plenty of time they're mashing better than anyone this is i mean plenty of time and, and that stadium's a, a tin can so they'll hit a bunch out trust me
0: well thanks rob for summing up raj for summing up my whole 15 minute segment in about 30 seconds but
1: you got it <laughs> Robbie. Um, you taught me well
0: hey, rob, um, did you, have you been able to watch the world series I bet. do you have a bet on the world series in vegas
1: so
2: I missed it last night. I didn't get in I landed about nine o'clock um, Vegas time last night. So missed the game last night. Um, went down to the sports book today. I was staying playing Planet Hollywood last night, then switching to Mandalay. So I'm in Mandalay right now. Um, went down to the sports book. They didn't have it on this morning before I teed off. So I didn't bet. I was going to bet the Braves. So thankfully that worked out in my favor. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's, way too early to to say how this series is going to go. Hey, the Braves got one. They've got home field now. That's what they their mission was to do. Yes, uh, the pitch are getting hurt, really hurts. Um, but ultimately, I think this is going to be a series where the hitters win or lose this thing. I, both teams can hit. Both teams are, um, have momentum. Both teams have beat really good teams to get here. So this is no flu. This is no hot. I remember uh, – Several years back, the Rockies, you know, got hot and then ran to the Red Sox. This is not that kind of situation. Both these teams deserved it. So, I think it's going to go six or seven games. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't write off the series one way or other after one
0: game. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on from the World Series now. Uh, 5-1. By the way, with the Braves in the series, game one up 17 and a half percent in ratings i i I do think that's directly reflected in still the power of the superstation and how the braves were america's team at one point
1: last year all the last year all the games were in texas you know tampa was in it a lot of reasons why um dodgers lead the league in attendance but yeah you're right braves cubs uh, Dodgers, Mets, back in the day, um, they have a national audience. And the Braves may not be able to sell out their home stadium during the year, uh, but they carry five states, and if those people could go to the game, they'd sell out every night. From baseball, we'll make a quick trip to NBA.
0: Future odds uh. released at the beginning of the season, the L.A. Lakers are not the favorite to win the NBA title. We'll start with the L.A. Laker fan. Go around to Robbie and then Brandon. Who's your you know, coach? I agree. Uh, a
1: lot of people like Milwaukee. Um, you know, if Golden State gets Klay Thompson back, they're going to be deadly. Uh, Jordan Poole stepped up in his absence. You know, they're pretty deep. Uh, I like the Lakers. You know, what they one thing they did is they went out and got Westbrook. And that's because, you know, on days like LeBron is off, last year they got smoked on those days. You know, last night he had almost a triple-double with 27 points. You know, they've got somebody who can fill in. Tonight they smoke in Oklahoma City. Um, but, you know, once they learn how to play together, LeBron, and there's only one basketball, uh, you know, I think they're going to be super good. You know, the, the Bulls are another team to watch out for. Even the Hawks, who's kind of built similar to the Bulls. Um, you know, but like Utah, Denver, when they get uh, Jamal Murray back, Michael Porter has stepped up in his absence. Uh, Golden State and the Lakers. Uh, Clippers, it depends on Kawhi. Uh, still balance of powers in the West. And, of course, there's the Brooklyn Nets. With Rob, you want to take the Kyrie situation? <laughs> Brooklyn Nets listed as the favorite. Favorite, plus, yeah. <laughs> perfect,
0: at 250. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, I'll, I'll jump on that and just say, yeah, I mean, I think – I honestly think Kyrie being gone's um, addition by subtraction. He is a great player, but he's just a distraction, just uh, kind of an annoyance. Though Durant's the the most gifted offensive player that we've seen since Michael Jordan, and could you know, like he he can't be stopped. Like there's just there's no defense for a seven-footer who can pull up and shoot from wherever. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I like I still like Brooklyn out of the East. Um, Milwaukee, obviously, the defending champs, until they're dethroned, you got to respect them. Um, but I agree with Raj. Hey, when Klay Thompson comes back, if he's what we remember him being, that's still a team that scores threes when you score twos. And that's a matchup nightmare, especially for the Lakers, who A.D., LeBron, and Westbrook, they're all freaks, but none of them particularly shoot the three, you know, extremely well. And so you're switching baskets. You're playing a different game.
1: Absolutely.
0: Brendan, you know, uh, I guess you and I are more casual fans, but at a plus 1,000, the Golden State's worth maybe throwing $10 on Oh, absolutely.
3: I mean, just, just like these guys said, you get, you get Clay Thompson back. I mean, he's, you know, arguably the second best three point shooter, you know, that we've seen right now, uh, especially in the league. Uh, You put those two together. I mean, you know, whose night is it? It, Whichever the hot hand, you know, one of those guys is going to have eight to 12 three pointers uh, a game and and just you're going to be trying to keep up and run and, they transition so well. Uh, I mean, they move the ball so well, and, and that's the thing. You know, you get you get LeBron, AD, Westbrook. Uh, those guys are more clear. You know, clear the paint, one on one, drive and maybe maybe dish, or you know, try and take it to the hole. Golden State's just different. I mean, they just move the ball so well, and I mean, you you catch these guys wide open. And then you get Steph, you know, of course, shooting from anywhere on the court, uh, draining them uh, when he gets hot. So they're they're dangerous, man. I think a thousand plus one thousand is a pretty good uh, value there.
2: Side note, completely side note. I, before coming on here, I just paid. I just bought a fifth of Maker's Mark, and it was seventy three dollars. Like. How can people Welcome afford to, Vegas, to live Vegas. here? Yeah, this is... this is. I mean, granted, I was a sucker and I had to buy it in the hotel lobby to get on the show with you guys, but, man, Mandalay Bay, you're going to have to pay for this. You're going to
1: have to reimburse me. I'm going to have to get it from the tables. That's when you That's can sit problem. down at a slot and fake pull, because I'm a dude. I don't play slots. Fake pull right where the waitresses go in and out, and then, like, oh, miss, you said you'll get me on the next time around and get your yep. shitty... uh Beam and Coke or whatever it is. I pay I
2: played Bally uh, High today, and they they were like, "Oh, do you want um, this? Yeah, you know, you want a girl to ride her in the cart with you?" And I'm like, "I mean, want to, need to is two different things."
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you do. can spend some money in Vegas without realizing you're spending some money in Vegas. That's why the
3: the the full week's a little a little long <laughs> track there. <laughs>
0: Uh, by the way, for those who don't go to Mandalay Bay, my favorite little uh, secret spot is the the bay is connected to the Luxor, and you get a ton of free fight tickets, and I always went to the Mandalay Bay, and I've got to see a couple of heavyweight boxing championships, and just show
1: up, and they throw some tickets your way, so yeah. I like the Mandalay Wonder- Bay. What if a uh, dollar fifty hot dog a beer is still there? That place was awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm East usually a Caesars,
2: a Caesars guy. So this is the first time
3: I've, I've been to the Mandalay Bay. I've been to either one. I usually say at the Wynn.
0: Mm. The, the Wynn's nice. la yeah, da.
1: The wind is. Let nice. me uh,
0: let me let me throw a hint at you. The poker table at the Luxor will only have about fifteen suckers at it. It's one of the slowest one in Vegas. So. You can make a dollar at the Luxor poker table.
2: It's like that, that, sound, that sounds like my fancy football league. There's 11 suckers in there. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll get to that shortly. Let's move on from the NBA and Robbie's $73 bottle of liquor, which I <laughs> calculate is about a $30 overpay.
1: Yeah. One drink, not a bottle, right? No, no, it was, it, well, I got a
2: fifth. So, I mean, that's like oh. three
3: for me. Yes. <laughs> That's four <laughs> drinks for Robbie. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Robbie pours pours a half of a jig when he's making a shooter, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, back to the Titans. To the Titans. Titans beat down the Chiefs. I I got I got a couple of scenarios for you. The Chiefs are pretenders or contenders and the Titans Titans pretenders or contenders let's start with the non-Titan fan Raj Mehta down in the corner
1: you can't ever call that team a pretender in my opinion um you know one big thing though is they don't have a running game this year uh Edward Tiller is still out they are not running the ball at all people are keying up Mahomes who looks human for the first time uh you know he's thrown nine picks already uh I don't think he had nine all of last year and the year before combined. Uh, So, yeah, and defensively, they lost quite a bit. Um, You know, ironically enough, Derrick Henry didn't go for 800 yards against them. He went for 86. uh, But, you know, they're just turning the ball over, penalties, you know, stuff that – and plus they do take everybody's best shot. I mean, there's no question about that. So I can't call him a pretender based on the talent on that team, but – they better learn like how to run the ball and stop the run, or else uh, they're in trouble. And the pass, by the way, too. They're in
0: trouble. Well, there's no doubt the Titans know how to run the ball, Robbie. Titans, pretenders, or are pretend, are contenders?
2: Oh, contenders without a doubt. They won, they play in, if not the worst division in football, um, definitely one of the two or three worst divisions in football. Um, they got the Colts this weekend. They beat the Colts again. Um, that division is theirs. Um, I've already declared it theirs. The one that like AJ Brown got back on track. Um, Derrick Henry takes so much attention on from the defense. Even though he didn't go for 100 yards, that cross that presence was still felt. Cannon Hill takes care of the ball. He's a running threat. Their offense is just really, really. Good right now, they're five and two, and their losses. I mean, that inexplicably lost the Jets, um, which you can't say it didn't happen. But it was just one of those things where I mean, that's just a just that's one of those oddities you're gonna look back and be like, how'd that happen? It's the NFL. Yeah, Titans Mm -hmm. are definitely contenders. I think the Chiefs are leaning back towards pretender. This is what happens. When you give one player half a billion dollars, it's going to hurt your team in other ways. You can't keep everybody happy. You can't afford everybody. Now, maybe when the salary cap gets restructured, it looks like a good deal. But right now, um, it, it, it looks rough. And they're in a division where the Chargers and, hey, don't look now the Raiders and Derek Carr looks great in those two games since Gruden's been gone.
1: And speaking of inexplicable losses, it's so crazy. Titans lose to the Jets. The Raiders lose to Justin Fields and the Bears at home. You know, Green Bay's one loss was 30-3 to to Jameis Winston and the Saints. Uh, it's the NFL for you, but it's really hard not to say what if in this league, but, um, You know, with the Raiders, they've started out six and two multiple times, and they've just blown it down the stretch. So I'm not super stoked. They seem to be better, obviously. The defense did a good trade for uh, Denzel Perriman, the former Miami Hurricane, who's uh, up there in tackles. Uh, As far as the Titans, I mean, wow. You know, they're offensively just get out of the way of that dude, and their receivers are freaks. Um, You know, defensively, did they do enough? They seem improved from last year, that's for sure. Brandon?
3: Yes. Brandon, finally. This is his The top.
0: are contenders when they turn around and hand it to 22, 25 times. Is that the only time?
3: That is not. This is finally exactly oh. what we were so hyped about preseason. When we got Julio and we had this dynamic offense, it's like, Take it how you want it. How do you want us to beat you? Do you want you want to load up the box and, you know, have Tannehill, Julio, and A.J. Brown beat you? Or do you want to, you know, play nickel and dime packages and let Henry run all over you? Henry still did his job. 25 carries, you know, 87 yards. That's a pretty solid day in the NFL. And, you know, our, our dynamic offense, they just couldn't stop it. So, I think – I think we could have put up more points. I think after the first half, when it was twenty-seven nothing, they were kind of on cruise control. But this is the offense that we've been waiting for. This is the offense we've been talking about. This is what what gets everybody excited. It's finally coming together. Um, and yeah, the defense—they're—they're they're starting to to kind of figure it out a little bit, you know. And guess who? Guess what? Who we did not miss the entire time? Taylor Lawan where has he been nowhere how good have we played just fine so i'll leave it at that but um as far as the chiefs i think raj hit it on the head i mean you can't ever count them out they do not have a run game right now which is you know detrimental to the offense in the nfl as everyone knows like you can't just go around and sling it coaches are too smart um don't count them out yet but it, they've got they've got to fix a lot of things but it is NFL you know you get two different teams uh, in two different weeks so uh, you know I, I give them time you know two three more weeks down the road if they lost another one or two games then yeah but uh, I still wouldn't count them out yet.
0: Robbie? Yes have we saw Julio Jones at its best in the Titans offense?
2: You know, I still think, I'm still holding out hope that he is getting it together. And um, he is going to get open. He is going to find his place in there. I think, you know, obviously, A.J. Brown's is the dominant person. But uh, I just, I can't believe Julio is going to be done yet.
0: Raj, is the Raiders, and we're going to play a little game here in a minute. Give me your Raiders. What are your expectations for
1: the Raiders right now? Again, they've started out with this similar type of record, you know, quite a bit. The difference being, as, as uh, somebody nailed it on the head, and Rob did, that Derek Carr is unconscious right now. Um, you know, defensively, they're much improved from last year. Guys are healthy. They've made some nice additions. Uh, their number four pick overall, Clayton Farrell from freaking Clemson, was a healthy scratch a couple games ago. So that was a nice job by Gruden and Mayock. Uh, you know, they, they controlled the Eagles. You know, they beat the Ravens Monday night, but there's a lot of juice in that new stadium. so And they beat the Dolphins, you know, the Steelers. So they were overmatched against the Chargers. I don't want to read into it too much. You know, the receivers are better. Uh, Rugs is – taking the top off the defense finally, Um, you know, Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. So, yeah, they're they're improved all the way around. They're also in the toughest division in football, in my opinion. And, um, you know, they've got to play the Chiefs twice and the Chargers again. So, we'll see. I'm not uh, overly excited, but I'm pleased thus far.
0: All right, guys, we're going to play a slightly new different version of pretender or contender. I'm going to give you a team's season's results blindly. You're not going to know who this team is. You're just going to hear how they produced on the field. And you're going to tell me pretender or contender. And if you know the team, don't shout it out, because a couple of these schedules (laughs) may give it away. Who, uh, Mr. Chain will go first with this one. But all of y'all are, listen close, because all of y'all are going to get this team. This team opened with a loss to the Vikings in overtime by three. This team lost to the Bears by three. This team came home or went on the road and beat the Steelers by 14. This team beat the Jaguars by three. This team beat the Lions by 23. And this team beat the Ravens by 24. Losing to the Bears, beating the Ravens. Is this team for real?
3: No. No, they've got quarterback issues. Um I don't think the guy that's there is, is the guy to, to fit it. Uh, they're not for real. They're a
1: pretender. I,
0: I want to say you're wrong about the quarterback and we'll get to him. Yeah, I think second. you may
1: have a mixed up team cause I know exactly who it is. And, uh, the number one overall pick two years ago has been unconscious. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon, Samaji Perine from Oklahoma. They've been running the ball. Well, Jamar Chase, people called him out for that pick, uh, that guy's been unconscious, uh, just like the other dude uh, oh, on Minnesota, yeah. Sorry, Justin Jefferson. Wrong team. Yeah, who are you thinking of?
3: No, I was looking at uh, his jersey right there, the Broncos, but it's it's actually, oh
1: yeah, for real. Uh,
3: it's another uh, Ohio biggest. team. Yeah, I know. yeah, you're no, right they, there,
1: the Broncos.
3: Yeah, they're garbage. That's what I was thinking of. I was think I was all looking at preseason uh, Vikings all right.
0: game. All right, now, even if you know the team, Rog, don't shout it out, okay? You're going to start first. So are you ready to go? This team, this team opened the season with a 26-point defeat to the Philadelphia Eagles. This team lost by 23 points to the Bucks. This team beat the Giants by three lost to the Redskins by four before going on a two-way game winning streak over the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins. Is this team trash or real?
1: You want me to go? Yeah. Uh, I won't say the team name, but... Um, they're not for real, in my opinion. I mean, I'm surprised where they're at right now. You know, they're getting a lot of production from guys that, you know, I've kind of been around the league a little bit, mainly at running back, the guy you want to trade for in our league. Uh, yeah, you know, I I would not call them for real, but they have had a tough schedule, you know that, and, you know, they could have beat won that game against uh, Washington easily. Uh, y- you know, they hung with Tampa, and. You know, they got the Panthers and Niners, Lions coming up three in a row. Those are all three winnable games. Um, So you never know. But right now I go pretender. All right, Shane.
0: Yeah.
3: No, I I agree with that. It is. I mean, I'm a fan of uh, the tight end slash wide receiver that they drafted. Um, He's been quite the uh, upgrade there on the offense. Uh, He's really starting to. To shine as well, so, um, but they just—you look at some of the talent on these other teams. I mean, they just don't, don't even compare. So uh, I just don't see them, you know. Other than kind of a rebuild right. and try and reformat with Arthur and figure out what's going on, uh, I think he's going to need a couple years to draft some of his guys.
0: All right, that is obviously you all are correct. That was the Atlanta Falcons. Robbie, right. we're playing. We're giving blind resumes, and then you're telling me who the teams are. So you're going to get this if one first. If there's
1: contenders or pretenders.
0: All right. All right, Robbie, and I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw. A Seventy-three
2: dollar bottle.
0: bottle. I'll throw <laughs> this one out of out of order to you and see if you can get it. Pretender. This team beat the Detroit Lions by nine points. This team. Beat the Seattle Seahawks by nine points. This team lost to the Arizona Cardinals by 17 points. This team beat the Colts by three points. This team beat the Bucks by 10 points. Does that resume? Is that team real?
2: Wait, is that the Rams?
0: We're not supposed to say who it was, but
2: oh. yes, it is the Rams. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I botched that game. Um, yeah, they're, they're for real.
0: Even with the struggles last week against the Lions.
2: Hey, the lines play everybody tough, and that was a big game for Jared Goff. And, um, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't hate on the lines as much as most people do they're uh they're they're a fighting team and I mean it's still professional football the Titans lost the Jets like we've said I mean it it's it's the NFL man they're, you're gonna get weird weeks and travel and and teams overlooking people and so yeah no I'm a believer in the Rams
0: how about you Shane?
3: yeah 100 percent I mean they're the addition of Matthew Stafford has been, you know, tremendous for that offense. Uh, and, I mean, they've got arguably the best defensive player in the league. Uh, I mean, they, they can keep it together. Uh, they can score pretty much with anybody. Um, they're definitely contenders.
1: My Don't only say- question with that team is the running game. Losing Acres hurt. Um, you know Daryl Henderson is a bit smallish. Sony Michelle's more of a pass catcher. The Receivers are insane though, with me, Sean Jackson down there, uh, Van Jefferson, Sean Jefferson's kid, the old Charger, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup's unconscious. Now I've had that guy a bunch of times in fantasy, and I don't think he's ever made a season healthy through the whole season. But uh, yeah. that guy he's is on. insane. Yeah, he, he gets hurt all the time. Uh, you know, any team, Donald and Ramsey is going to be right there. Leonard Floyd, that got last year at 10 and a ten-and-a-half sacks last year, the old Georgia Bulldog, and uh, he is four-and-a-half leading the team this year. So, they got a lot of stars, but I think they need to improve the run game somehow.
2: Did, did y'all see uh, – this is off a little bit off. Did y'all see Tomlin's response to being asked about the USC job –
1: he was misquoted yeah. a bit. He was that answer was in reference to college, coaching in college. It yeah. wasn't like about USC football. I don't know if you saw the quote, but yeah.
3: I, I never so like sad. to say never, but never. Yeah he was just That's like
2: what he our... said
1: about college football but
2: yeah
1: it made it seem like usc is, is the chump school that they are right now which well yeah i funny. mean
2: uh yeah carson palmer just came out of that with like in the middle of nowhere and then it's like well yeah we're gonna try and then he was just like no like are you kidding me yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: That was news to all of us. Yeah, there's not a booster with a big enough checkbook, right?
2: <laughs> you could tell he just wanted to be like, "This is so insulting." Like, yeah. I'm not,
3: I'm not calling 16 year olds to try to, yeah, get, he's, get them to come play for me. He's coaching for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, they're a national icon in NFL.
0: <laughs> come on. Speaking of Cooper Cup, and him being on fire, I was looking at. His statistics through the first seven games. He's wide receiver one in the NFL. He is had no game less than 10 targets. His worst game was 13 targets, five catches for 64 yards. He's had multiple 13 target games. Did Matthew Stafford find his best friend in Cooper Cup? Yeah,
3: and his second best friend in Robert Woods. I mean, both of those guys are just – I mean, PPR monsters. And for for some – I forget – I don't know what the number is. I'm sure they throw the ball, you know, 60-something percent of the time. It it, To have those guys to throw it to and to have – you know Stafford is he's a pretty cerebral guy as well as has quite an arm talent I mean it's just it's fun to watch to sit back i think i think uh Cup is on pace to be like the number one scoring fantasy uh wide receiver in the history of fantasy football right now uh, i read that somewhere but um, that's the it, only it,
1: way g could be five and two
3: it, it's averaging
1: yeah, man, he's averaging 115, almost 116 yards per game. Um, I can't remember how many games there are, but I think he's averaging, like, if they've won seven or whatever they are, he's averaging, like, eight catches a game. I mean, that's insane, yeah. dude. Uh, you know, Woods has not gotten the ball as much, but, I mean, Cooper Cup does not drop the ball. And so, right, yeah, I mean, he's just blowing it up. He's got nine TDs already. Like, what? Yeah. That's a great year for most receivers, and it's not. Yeah, even he could. Right
3: he could probably still finish in the top five of wide receivers if he didn't play another game this year. <laughs> like, exactly. It's just insane.
1: Exactly. Well said.
2: <laughs> you, you you have to wonder if you know if Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson has reached out to Stafford and been like. So what does competence feel like? What does it feel like to be with an organization that's not a dumpster fire, that doesn't waste your talent? That's what you're seeing. Stafford was the number one draft pick, all the talent in the world. He went to Detroit, and they just wasted all this talent, which they always do. That's their M.O., so much talent, and it's all wasted. And Stafford just got, wait, I get to go from Detroit to Los Angeles? And I get a competent coach, and I have weapons. Brand new I mean, stadium,
1: not like a shit in yeah. Detroit.
2: Like, literally, is there a
3: happier person in sports than Matthew Stafford? Absolutely not, dude. That's where people go to die is in Detroit, yeah. man. Like, it's it's <laughs> awful. I mean, coaches. Like, I had a, a a buddy of mine, Jim Bob Cooter. He was the offensive coordinator. Uh, I mean, he was there for two or three years and just fizzled out. Like, he's nowhere yeah. to be found now. And he was, I mean, brilliant, man. He was a assistant coach at UT there for a while. Yeah. Not coach. He was, he was but, a hot you know, commodity. Yeah. I mean, he – but, you know, look at a um, guy from New England. That, what's his name? Trey Flowers.
1: Trey Flowers.
3: Yeah, Flowers. Matt Patricia. Uh, Matt Patricia. I mean oh, – you're just, talking about
1: coaches. Yeah, well, coaches and, you look at and our, players. You just our, look at all
3: the – everything that's gone through there. It's just like you don't leave that place, and it's – to, for Stafford to get out and have the success he's having, like you said, that
1: people have to be so
3: jealous. Like, yeah. How did you sounds find like, a
1: way out? Like, yeah. Sounds like Shawshank and he's Andy Dufresne. Like, you don't get out of that <laughs> yes, place. Like, how did <laughs> right. you get
0: out? <laughs> yeah, it's like like 500 yards of shit. Sums it up. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, guys. Before we move on from the NFL, I was a little caught off guard by the line Thursday night. I really by the Braves. By the way, the Braves still down five-one. Runner on third with two outs currently. Uh, I was a little, I guess, surprised by the line on Thursday night's Packers Cardinals game. Uh, the cards. A six single a by Freeman. Run scores. Nice. Sorry.
1: What? Where's my clicker? I'm listening. <laughs> he called it a. He called it a clicker.
3: Yeah. <laughs> He's from the South, Raj.
1: Oh. I can't get, take it out of him.
2: Trying to get my hotel TV
1: game That's on. I thought he was like from the Flintstones or something. Yeah. The
0: Cardinals are currently a six and a half point favorite over the Packers. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought that line may be out of, out of whack. That means that you give them three points. The Cardinals, for a home field, the Cardinals are really almost a four-point better team than the Packers. Let's just go around. Somebody give me a – somebody tell me why I shouldn't bet on the Packers, Rog. Uh,
1: Devontae Adams, uh, Lazard are both out. They don't know about uh, Valdez Scantling coming back. He's supposed to, but it's a Thursday night game. If it was Sunday, he'd come back. So not a lot of receiver options. For Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, but anybody with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, shouldn't matter. That seems like a lot of points to me for a team that's basically the hottest team in football or one of them. Um, But still, if they had their receivers, I think this line would be somewhere around three, three and a half. Uh, But I I think it's a product of Rodgers losing key weapons, including arguably the best receiver in the league. He would be the best if not for Cooper Cup this year.
3: Right.
0: Robbie, uh, do you like the 50, 50 and a half? Or...
2: I like the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, this is one of those games where somehow, some way, I just feel Aaron Rodgers wins it. And, and it's just that one of those – it's almost like a – I don't care that I don't have my best weapon available. I'm just that good. And just that's this kind of just anger, arrogance, just I will show you kind of thing is what I think uh, Aaron Rodgers puts on. And so I like – but but at the same time, on the other side of that field is Kyler Murray and all of those weapons. And I think it's a high-scoring back-and-forth game. But if you ask me who I trust – Late in the game, I'll still take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. They sent me a
0: text that said, can Aaron Rodgers pull off the upset? So I'll ask you, now on air, can Aaron Rodgers pull the upset?
3: Absolutely. Uh, Even with his missing weapons, I think, Robbie, you hit it on the head. The arrogance of Aaron Rodgers and what he's, you know, this may be his final season in Green Bay, you know, what. Probably is in consensus. So this is kind of one of those last uh, middle fingers. This is how good I am. This is what, you know, what you're, you're missing. I think he'll throw it and stick it in someone's helmet. You know, <laughs> they're going to catch the ball. It's going to be a high scoring game. And I, I think if it's going to come down to who has the ball last. And I would take uh, the Packers six and a half. Um, I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last time, time time-wise. And uh, it's going to be a battle.
1: How about this real quick? Their best win when we, this is 2021 in a nutshell, is beating the Bengals at Cincinnati in overtime. That's a hell of a win. You know, other teams they beat, though, Detroit, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, the Bears, and Washington. So, but yeah, that's a huge win. I mean, that's. Right.
3: Especially hindsight now. Like looking at how good the Bengals are right now, you know, and that's a tough road environment,
1: exactly. So they've looked good on the road lately, uh, except for that game at New Orleans, which is pretty flukish. So I agree. I mean, even just like the weapons, I'm taking uh, Green Bay. Interesting. What about you, Randall?
0: I want to uh, I want to take Green Bay too. I also think there's some. Well, dinner. then
3: Arizona's
2: going to win if we're all like Green Bay. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's some potential. I'll take it, Arizona.
3: <laughs> There's
2: some
0: potential. Go, go put it in the books. Yeah. <laughs> potential DraftKings play among those like Robert Tanyan and
3: mm-hmm.
0: MBS. So, Whoa, what about, what about uh, Earths?
1: That trade for Ertz yeah. was money, dude. That was a great trade. Uh, Dan Williams I went down, I think, and wow, was, you know, he's still got juice. Max Williams, my bad, my bad. Uh, but yeah, what a great trade. So another weapon. Whoopee.
0: I'm going to run to the world of college football with multiple quick-hitting subjects. The first one, a projection from CBS Sports, what would be next week's top five? in the BCS poll when released. Shockingly enough, I thought Cincinnati was listed as number five. Is Cincinnati not done enough to be in the top four already? That both Alabama and Ohio State would be ahead of them. This is the projection for week eight. They've also got a projection for the playoffs. Today, week eight, Cincinnati number five, Too high, too low.
1: Too low. Go ahead. Roger. Low. I mean, they won at Notre Dame. They won at IU convincingly. Yeah, they didn't. Navy's a tough opponent, you know, if you're not ready for that triple option and everything they run. You know, um, they've been winning on the road with defense. Desmond Ritter has made himself a first-round pick, uh, you know, until they lose it. And, and they have nobody else on their schedule aside from SMU that's going to get them past that hurdle. So, I think that's a robbery. Um, another team is, I like Michigan State this weekend, and uh, I think they're going to jump gonna up pretty that high. In just a second. But yeah, hold the that, other hold, usual
0: suspects. Hold that thought. We're going hit, to hit that game hard in just a second. Robbie, Cincinnati, five, yes or no?
2: So, this comes down to kind of the eye of the beholder. Um, do I think Cincinnati can beat, say, Alabama? Do I think Cincinnati can beat Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Probably not. But had they done enough to get there? Yes. And so I want to see if Cincinnati runs the table, I want them at the table. I want them to be able to play and see what happens because – I say I think that, but I haven't seen it yet, and I want to see it. I don't want to see um, a overrated, just power five school coming in. Um, to me, like this this Oregon Ohio State thing's gonna get interesting. Uh, the Big is gonna play itself out. Um, Oklahoma, I don't think they deserve it. They have not looked good. They're about, They're they're the the. The fear that I have of a Power 5 team that's usually in there, if they jump over Cincinnati, I have a real problem with can, can uh, a non-Power 5 team get a fair shake because Oklahoma is not one of the best four.
1: Big ups to Rattler and <laughs> Keaton Slovis for each of them playing their way out of the first round the NFL draft. Way to go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, you, yes. you were, I'm going to – I'm gonna go give Brandon. You let you
0: Let's remind everybody: this Cincinnati team led this same Georgia team 21-10 in the fourth quarter of last year's Sugar Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Cincinnati is is legit. You well, know, and you look Georgia
3: you want to be there though. You look at the playoff committee and and everything. Like you can't have it both ways. You either got to do it by the grade of what they're going on right now, or you gotta you gotta do the eye test. Which we both we all know that's never going to happen. They're going to pick and choose. You're you're fighting up a, a uphill battle against Power Five, you know, conferences, and you just can't you can't win. Somehow, some way, there's going to be a way that they get squeezed out of this. And and I totally agree. If it's Oklahoma, I will be so disappointed mm-hmm. because they look like straight trash right now. Like I mean, they they do not look like a good football team whatsoever. I mean, they're they're battling in every game, games they should be blowing people out. Um, but you know, who knows Cincinnati? I mean, they've had some good wins, and I I feel like they they deserve a shot if they run it out. You know, I mean, I've yeah. got them my consensus number two right now. Um, just just hey. because why why not? I mean. They've done they've done everything to get there and they've they've had some really good wins. So
2: yeah, Bobby, I will say more? Yeah, I will, the thing that worries me, and who knows how much the TV executives influence the commission, the playoff committee. But I will say I watched the game this weekend with someone that doesn't watch a lot of college football, and he was like Oh, Cincinnati should blow out Navy, not knowing what what we 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 all know that, that triple no option, one blows out
3: navy. That, that triple
2: option <laughs> is so hard to prepare for. There's a reason why Tennessee bought out Army because they're like, we don't want that's no. that's not good. I uh I saw <laughs> to Schedule play. those.
3: I why even schedule those games? Like yeah. if you got a shot at it, you know, it's like don't even schedule a trap game like that because yeah. you're not I mean, you spend, what, four days preparing for a triple yeah. option that you, just, you can't teach these kids that crap.
2: I saw, I saw right. something on Twitter, and it was so true. He's like, the worst time to ever schedule a triple option team is the first game of the season, the last game of the season, or any time in between. <laughs> like, just don't do it. Just don't schedule mm. them.
0: Do All right, guys. <laughs> so, we've made our points. Now I'm going to give you something. Jerry Palms, playoff projection. This is the full year at the end of the year. This is who Jerry Palm is placing in his playoffs. At number four, the Cincinnati Bearcats. At number three, the Ohio State Buckeyes. At number two, bam, bam. the Oklahoma. Oh, no. Boomer sooner. Straight
3: garbage.
1: Ama's out of it? Wow.
0: At number two, the Georgia Bulldogs. Alabama oh, finishes fifth and Iowa finishes sixth.
2: Where's Oregon in this?
0: Well, ah, Oregon, Oregon gets beat somewhere along the way, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you keep like that. That's the thing to I mean, like, how can you keep Oregon out if they go 12 and 1 when they beat Ohio State?
0: Oregon is playing in the Rose Bowl versus Iowa. Bama in the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma State. Michigan against Kentucky in the Fiesta Bowl.
1: So Notre Dame plays Pitt in the Pittsburgh. So that's be be the beat. best win in the country at Ohio State of everybody. In college football.
2: Yeah. If, right. if we roll and, that out, Oklahoma's best win's going to be a, either at or against Oklahoma State. Like, that's – and they look terrible. I mean, they're not good.
3: Right. No, but in Ohio State's defense, not, not being a, a homeboy or whatever, but um, it was early in the season. And, you know, when you – you look at teams time and time again throughout college football when you're you're trying to get a, a sense of who you are as a team and getting these kids to play together. Coming up early on tough games, I mean, that's – now, granted, you know, a lot of the SEC, Bama teams do that, you know, day in and day out. They're used to it. But it not trying to make excuses. I, it was still a great signature win, especially at Ohio State. I mean – our defense was atrocious. It's, it's improved quite a bit since then. I mean, Ohio State's a different team now. So again, you go back to the eye test. You look at you look at that game and you look at what they've done lately. Two completely different teams. I mean, Brand new quarterback team. after
1: Fields controlled everything in the offense. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of Anthony Brown with Oregon, but they controlled that game on both sides of the ball. They made them one dimensional. Oh yeah, uh, Ohio State gets better every year. I, I mean, week eleven. Polar opposite from week two. Absolutely. So, and, and, but, and Oregon, I'm
3: not taking anything away from Oregon. I, I still have them. Uh, I've got them ranked number six for me. Uh, well,
2: and, uh, uh, and, and in fairness, Ohio game. State, if they went out, they will have beaten Penn State, Michigan, right. or highly State. ranked. Team. Yeah, right. I
3: mean, I mean, they they will Penn have. State, the they'll get some signature wins, right? Yeah, yeah State they'll State have the resume. Penn State's so, garbage. Oregon, the game this Oregon's weekend. I was going to go until
1: they lost the last game. It was Illinois. Overtime. I um, watched that game. It was painful, the overtime. It was like the, the best worst game I've ever seen in my life.
3: Was it nine or, no? Yeah, what,
1: but, that? yeah, yeah, it was nine, but they do the two-point conversion after like the third. And neither it's of those guys could get two and a half yards, or two yards. It was pathetic.
2: Oh, it's like a, like a pillow Penn
1: state are, 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 Is <laughs> With Jen,
2: uh, James Franklin and Dan Mullen the exact same coach?
0: <laughs> so back to, back to the Oregon debate real fast last three games a seven point loss to Stanford a seven point win over Cal and a three point win over UCLA we talk about Oklahoma barely surviving to me Oregon's barely surviving in the pac 12 so uh, you can't use this it. is true a double hand here, uh, right? Cal but they also played. have that signature win. You know? Yeah, so, I mean
2: that, yeah. that that that's my thing. Is like they still beat Ohio State. Like if if they if that game didn't play, then there's no debate. But you, you it's hard to say Ohio State's better when they played in Columbus and Oregon won. It that's that's a hard hard pill
3: to swallow. Right, but again, you know, the transformation throughout the season is a big factor. Yeah, absolutely. But I get it, you know. Stanford was at the
1: peak when they played. Right. Tanner McKee had settled in. They had been winning.
0: Oklahoma beat Kansas by 12, beat TCU by 21, beat Texas by 7, Beat Kansas State by six, beat West Virginia by three, beat Nebraska by seven, beat Western Carolina by seventy-six, beat Tulane by five. So is Oklahoma getting better as the year goes along?
3: No. Did you watch the last game? Yeah, absolutely
2: and, not. And, and I hate the transitive property kind of arguments, but it's like, time Texas. Auburn or no, Arkansas beat Texas pretty badly Arkansas also ran in the SEC like it, it, it. Oklahoma, no the big twelves just garbage this year and Oklahoma's the I guess it's the the top of the garbage so I mean it's like if you're they just do a pizza on the top and hey if you're gonna have to eat something here's the top of the pizza in the garbage can <laughs>
0: All right, let's jump over. That's it. Uh, Let's save that analogy for another day. That, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just
2: predicting my future tonight is being like <laughs> looking in the garbage and trying to of the Yeah, it's going
3: to be on his way home. It's,
2: it's appropriate. No money, yeah.
3: yeah, I tried to let that one slide, but I couldn't.
0: <laughs> I want to hit some of the bigger games around the country. Um, Cincinnati. Number two, uh, number two, Cincinnati versus Tulane. Do they need to come out and walk the dog on Tulane that Oklahoma couldn't do?
1: Don't struggle with Tulane if you're Cincinnati, right? Should. Tulane's one and six. Their one win was over, I think, Morgan State. They looked – OU made them look good. What does that tell you about OU? Yeah, they'll smoke them. I don't see them, Tulane, doing much on offense, even though that quarterback looked okay. Um but, yeah, I mean, this is like a whatever game. No one's going to care at the end of the year unless they lose, which right. they won't.
0: Georgia, Florida, in the cocktail party, Georgia is a 14-point favorite. Robbie, is that just slam the door? Or Florida's got enough athletes to play with Georgia, but I think a lot depends on what kind of quarterback play Florida gets. Would you not agree?
2: So, so and this is what I will would... Touched on briefly, Dan Mullen, James Franklin, like they. Dan Mullen won big in Mississippi State. Nobody wins there, but then he gets to Florida and. Not, I mean he he wins and he went to a New Year's Six bowl. Okay, I guess two years in a row. Um, there since the cocktail party last year, Georgia's eleven and zero. Florida's eight and six. Florida is eight and six. That's – so the pressure may be starting to boil there. And where Dan Mullen needs a win, a big win, and beating Tennessee and losing close to Alabama is not enough. Um, he needs something there. And so does he start looking? Do they start looking? But out. Th- – if Florida falls and they go to four and four for the year, what what is that? Well, I know they say it's a rebuilding year, but four and four at Florida? Hmm.
1: Rock? They played Tennessee right now. Tennessee would beat them, and i take Tennessee. Uh, they somehow beat them 38 14. It was one of those games early on. Florida's top two rushers are both quarterbacks. That's yeah. all you've got to know. Emory Jones is throwing 10 TDs with nine picks. He's not very good. We've all seen that uh, defensively. I mean, they're getting smoked, I and mean, they're giving up points. LSU 50 points or 49. I mean, yeah, rebuilding or not, I agree. Uh, Dan Mullen. When's the last time there's been a spread of two touchdowns in the in the cocktail party? That's, that's pretty crazy. That's, that tells you a lot of the state of affairs of both schools.
3: Yeah, I agree. Change. I'm I'm taking Georgia in the points all day. Mm-hmm. I think this I think this game's ugly, and I think it's ugly quick.
0: So let's talk about ugly. Ohio State, an 18 and a half point hey, favorite over Penn State.
3: Yeah, Ooh, I, I'm points. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Ohio State all day. Penn State's garbage. We're playing and Columbus at at night 7:30. Um, it, we're on fire right now. Our offense is, is just almost unstoppable. Um, their offensive line's probably one of the best, if not the best, in the country, and we've got weapons everywhere. So, uh, I don't see them, yeah. Uh, Ohio State points all day,
0: Robbie. Any difference,
2: man? That's a lot of points, but Penn State. Like this is how bad <laughs> the Big Ten football is.
0: If they would eat a pizza off a of garbage pail. they went.
2: That. They went to eight overtimes and still didn't hit the over. Penn State and Illinois at home. That, that's mind blowing. <laughs> um, I yeah, I just put yeah. James Franklin, Dan Mullen, they're in that same boat. Like hey. They had a good run but are they are, are they elite enough
3: for those elite jobs? I'm not sure they are. I don't think they're getting phone calls right now about them. Yeah, I know no. they've been, I think they've been at the top of the list, you know, hearsay from from media but yeah. I don't think anybody's calling them right now.
2: Well, no. I mean, what I mean, why would you? I mean, how how can you you just, if you're James Franklin and you want to say the USC or LSU job, you just lost at home to Illinois, who is horrible, a horrible, horrible program. And, and then Dan Mullen, yeah, I mean, you lost to Kentucky. You're Florida. Like, I just don't know how either of them kind of
3: ride the ship at this point. Yeah, and and those being schools that big I mean that's not gonna fly like you said I mean there there's a, a change gonna come <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: real quick hey and you know change CJ Stroud is young and he's getting better the guy's throwing 22 Tds to three picks they lost to Oregon because of penalties one turnover and they couldn't stop a run uh, which surprised the heck out of me but you know, they're getting better, and they're going to be a force by the end of the year. But, yeah, I mean, nobody's talking about C.J. Stroud. That guy has played amazing. He's a true freshman from California, uh-huh. of course. Um, boy, they, they steal more of our good players. We don't anyone, discriminate.
3: We recruit out of any state. So
1: That's called the Clay Helton effect. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, that's a team to watch out for. Penn State is trash. I don't know how they were ranked. Top ten, I don't know how they're ranked now. Um it just bleh like I bleh mm-hmm. like bleh. That's all I can say. Especially about it.
3: A, after that loss last weekend. It's just like yep. how is this team a, even in the top twenty five? <laughs> like it's so bad.
0: All right, let's move on to the game of the week. What what is considered a rivalry by most people, but I'm gonna throw something out at you. The last time these two teams met, and they were both in the top 10, the number one me- movie in the nation was Mary Poppins. The Beatles <laughs> had just landed in America. Movie tickets were $1.25. "Old oh, Pretty Woman was the number one song in America. Since 1964 to today, next to Saturday, no Michigan-Michigan State game has been a battle of two top-ten teams.
1: And Randall was 21 at the time?
0: I wasn't even born. (laughs) I was not born yet.
1: My bad.
2: Wait, they had movies
0: back then? They had movies, yes.
2: Mary Poppins, man.
0: It's a classic. 113 years of this rivalry. 113 years they've been playing football. Both teams enter the game 7 and 0 or better has never occurred. So, Michigan, Michigan State, Spartans, a four point underdog. I think Michigan's for real. Somebody's going to have to convince me otherwise. So, Brandon, you're our resident Big Ten. is Michigan State real? Can they play with Michigan?
3: I think so. I I think they can. Um, I honestly wish I could watch both of them lose and somehow the field catch on fire, but um, (laughs) if I I, I, I don't even want to say who I would pick to win this game, I think Michigan State's going to keep it somewhat close, but Listen, if Michigan football is good, it actually – it makes the rivalry so much more fun. We've been kicking their ass for, sorry, um, I don't know, five, seven, ten years now. I can't even – I've lost count. Like, it's not even fun rival anymore. Like, let's get it back to where they're good, where it makes the Big Ten better. It makes football better when you have those kind of rivals where, where teams are good and – it's not just a blowout, one way or another. So, I like Michigan on this. They're, I think they're legit. I do think Michigan State can keep it close. Um, Harbaugh's been known to choke before. I believe it is at um, East Lansing. Yeah. East Lansing, it is, baby. It, it is at Michigan and State. So, be there. Yeah. So, that gives them, well, they're four point dogs. Um, uh, I think it's going to be close, man. I think it, I think going to come down late in the fourth quarter.
0: I, I, I'll i say that's not had a lot to offer tonight. I really, really think Michigan just walks the dog on Michigan State. Sorry, George Jackson. Our friend from the off the center show, the Michigan State booster, I, I just think Michigan walks the dog on Michigan State. Um, I, I personally – understand about you know when you win fifteen in a row, ten in a row, if it's a rivalry anymore. I'm sure Florida and Alabama feels that way about Tennessee at this point. So I'm on the other end of that. But right I, I'm gonna give you my best nuts or best bet. Best nuts. My best bet. Bet your nuts. Later on is gonna come from this game. I feel that strong about it. So I am definitely on the Michigan side, Robbie, what's your thought?
2: So, it being at home for Sparty and Jim Harbaugh gets a lot of credit and a lot of praise, some earned, some unearned. I think Mel Tucker's a better coach. I think they're going to be more prepared. Interesting. Interesting. I, I like Sparty in this one. I think they have worked the transfer portal as well as anybody in the country. And so I think Michigan State at home with game day there, with Fox Sports there, there's going to be a lot of energy in the stadium. We saw what A&M could do with a stadium to Alabama. Home field in sport, home field in college football, may maybe college basketball, they want one A one B are the two biggest deciding factors, and so I think a raucous crowd at East Lansing, and I think Michigan State wins. And so I would I would
3: love points, and I will bet on it. Me too. I've you got a lot bet, to say about this game. You could bet Randall and just save the juice, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I was that's, gonna that's gonna say, dude. best bet coming from this game,
1: not necessarily that. Real quick, what is Michigan? You know, they lost their best player, <laughs> Ronnie Bell. One running back that was awesome. They didn't play last year. Zach Charbonnet. It's got like 800 yards. Um, you know, they have a one-two punt running back with Blake Corum, a 5'8", 200 pounds, and then that Hassan Haskins, a big back. But Michigan State's solid against the run, like Robbie said. Mm-hmm. They were awesome in the transfer portal. Um, you know, they got a, a UF DB, an Alabama DB. Um, you know, linebackers, one of the best players from Arkansas State in, in that conference. I can't even remember. Sun, Big Sky, whatever the hell it is. Belt. Um, Sun Belt. my bad. They um, – You know, they're not awesome against the pass, but they played a lot of pretty good passing teams. But Cade McNamara is not an awesome quarterback at all anyways. Uh, You know, I like them at home. Michigan State, by the way, is 25 sacks, and they lead uh, the Big Ten in that category. And finally, Kenneth Walker, the Wake Forest transfer, he is three yards short of 1,000 yards in seven games. He leads the country in rushing. Uh, Michigan hasn't showed me enough. I know they have Aiden Hutchinson and and few other dudes, but I love Michigan State in this game. I'm all over
0: it. Interesting. Interesting. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to ask you quickly uh, before we get to our, our get- Time runs out here. When I was looking at the Jerry Palm predictions, one thing stood out to me. In the Duke's mayonnaise bowl, yes, it really is a bowl, formerly the belt bowl, he has a matchup of Clemson versus Tennessee. Has Clemson really fell that far that fast? that they are on par with a 6-6 and bowl and no better. No fixing it. Robbie, what's your thoughts on Clemson?
2: Well, I don't think you have to study history too far back to look at what happened with Florida State. Look, the ACC is not a good football conference. And when you fall down and you – You, If you lose one or two, there's not any signature victories left. And so that's what you're going to fall to because you're no longer what people want to see. Like, there is no ESPN hype. There's no um, game day. There's nothing there going like – you can't be – oh, I mean, hell – Wake Forest is undefeated. They're probably ranked in the top 10 now. Clemson going at Wake Forest is still not a big deal because that's the conference they play in. It It's unfortunate, but that's what the reality is. And so, yes, it, hey, out of sight, out of mind, Clemson, you're back to being Clemson until you prove otherwise. Even with this great track record of success you have but it's a it's like shoots and ladders and they just fell down the damn
0: chute. Astros get another one. About ride. that reference.
2: <laughs> He's good, good analogies.
0: When out uh, Robbie the analogy king. <laughs>
2: I did wow. worry about messing up the shoots and the ladders on which one was
0: which. So let's go around uh, first of it all it should have been it? a
1: double play
0: routine. F6. I want to talk about it. The series is going to be tied 1-1. Albies, an error? Yeah. Uh, that never happens. So, best bets. Let's head to our favorite segment <laughs> of the week. I've already said Mine comes from the oh, uh, from the Michigan Michigan State game. I'm shockingly going to stay away from the line, but I am going to go with the over forty nine and a half points. I do think both teams have enough offensively. I look for a higher scoring game. Well, the weather is supposed to be nice. I like Michigan Michigan State over this weekend. Brendan Jane.
3: I like that. Um, I don't disagree with that one at all. I am a hundred percent on the Titans plus one over the Colts. Um, that's that's my bet. You are nuts for sure. Uh, they're starting to gain momentum right now. They're on fire. They. I know this could be what NFL the trap game or you know whatever. I don't see it. Uh, like I said, pick your poison on the offense. It's going to be a shootout. I like the over fifty-one, and I like Titans plus one.
0: Uh, I like that one too, to be honest with you. Rods Meta back from the west coast, looking solely like Rods again.
1: What do you got for it, buddy? Dude, I'm I'm all dogs, baby. Two touchdowns. I think they're going to smoke Florida. Um, I just don't see Florida moving the ball at all on that defense, which is insane, especially up front. Um, Yeah, I think they're going to kill them. So, obviously, the opposite is going to happen, so bet on Florida if that's what I think. Uh, But, no, I think Georgia is going to win by probably four touchdowns. I actually
0: don't hate that. I'm going to root for Florida just because I don't want to see Georgia win a championship, but – Robbie Davis, what have you got?
2: So, I think this weekend is lining up to be the most free money weekend we have had Ooh. this calendar year. Um, I'm with Brandon. Titans, Titans. They, they, they're they better. Like, every st- stage of the game, they're better than Colts. Um, I like Michigan State. I and then I would be remiss about telling you guys my NASCAR pick: Kyle Larson, top three parlay those three, um, and you will be sitting pretty come Monday. So Titans, Michigan State. Kyle Larson top three.
0: Is anybody gonna play the 36 and a half points on Iowa Wisconsin as an over? That may be the lowest I've seen in a long
1: time. Oh no. we'll so suck it uh, That's
2: Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. That's Vegas taunting you. They're, yeah. yeah they're, they're warning you. That
3: game's gonna be like fourteen to ten, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to get
2: cold there too. Like it's
1: yeah. I will take Iowa. though. Iowa's a three and a half point dog. Wisconsin blows. Uh, I know they lost to Purdue what? last week, but oh. I think Iowa wins that game. Yeah. Oh, and Wisconsin's the, over, favored.
2: the over on Thursday, the Packers and Cardinals. Yeah.
0: Put, what was throw that?
2: that into a 14 parlay.
0: Nice. 15 nice. and a
3: half. I like the
0: over. You're in right. the, the right so, place, dude. Our buddy from. Uh, victory formation, Arden Scroggins gave us this one too. Yeah, guys, for awesome. DFS on Thursday night. Yeah, Randall
1: Cobb is the play. Oh, and, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm
2: going for it, Raj. I'm going for it.
1: He's he's the number one receiver now. Let's see that part. Of, pick pick it, right. uh, <laughs> Robbie with his 20s or Hell yeah, it's
0: out
2: <laughs> making it rain.
0: All right, guys. <laughs> First of all, final words from me. Tomorrow night is the end of my high school football season, which has been, God, it seems like it's been seven months long. I have been going since the second week in August. And high school football doesn't quite line up with college football. So then we still have a playoff after next week. So – by the first week of November, we'll be in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think I've, Squatch County will qualify. We'll probably take our trip to Rome County, who's a top five team, and, and probably, probably struggle. But in years past, we've been very good. Uh, we were in the semifinals about four years ago. 15 weeks of high school football was a real grind, so... I just wanted to take my final words and thank the people at uh, W. Well, we've renamed it to the Nickajack Football Network. So I just want to take a moment and thank them. Thank them for putting a lot of trust in my hands and also announce that uh, River City Media is going to be doing a couple of high school basketball games, stream live Ooh. to YouTube Nice. all right book uh they're going to be teams from the north alabama area my friend phil harris and howie cheney will be joining me on the play-by-play uh, we're going to try to see if we can generate an audience but it may be if we can it may be a direction we go in the future of doing more live high school sports on the network so join us i know we will have a sylvania Game at some point is the only one we booked. So, Robbie Davis, outside of uh, your lovely wife dancing in Dare to Dance. Yeah. You're about to throw away thousands of dollars on Red 18. What um, else you got going on in your life?
2: Yeah. So, update. So, the, they raised $661,000. Wow. For the kidney foundation, which is
3: I mean, it, it's huge. Wow. That's, That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Very proud yeah. to see the River City logo behind yeah. the box. Yeah. Allison
2: Al, awesome. Al, got Standing Ovation Award, um, second in People's Choice, and then a star performer. So um awesome.
1: Overall,
2: wow. good success. And then actually it was it was a really fun event. So um in the future hopefully um we can all get there um you better get um, your ass
1: in the gym dude you better get your yeah. ass in the gym oh well, no, hey, yeah hey
2: hey it's well yes yes she, she uh she's looking good me not so much but that you know that happens uh <laughs> but yeah um overall yeah I mean, that, that was it was a good weekend and then um yeah I, Avoided watching Tennessee get beat by Alabama again. Um, and other than that, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, gambling this weekend and hopefully coming back with a boatload of money. Um, but yeah, that's it for me.
0: Red eighteen.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I I played that seven times last night. Lost everyone. I um, black fifteen hit though, and black twenty four hit.
0: Nice. All right, Brenda Jane.
3: My words are to Mr. Robbie Davis in Vegas there. Don't sit in one place too long. You'll lose all your money. And for the love of God, wash your damn hands.
1: (laughs) Is he the the cell phone guy and hands get too close to uh, somebody else's bet and he's that guy? That's right. Just wash your hands. Shocker. Shocker. (laughs) Does uh, sitting pl- too long in one place, losing your money, does that include the rhino or no?
3: Oh, no. That, that's after hours. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Making you, sure. You, you, you got work hours and you got after
3: hours. Exactly. Work stops at like 2 a.m. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raj Meta. Oh.
1: Um, go ahead.
2: Oh, I will just say how devastated I am to lose to such a bum, like, Clipper this weekend. And, oh, and Brandon, you have the worst fantasy team that may ever have been assembled.
3: And I'm in first place. Yes, it's (laughs) mind-blowing. It's awful. My fantasy team, is it is. Like, I look at it, and I want to cry. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, everyone just completely – like missed this year, you know. So it's just one of those years. I'm gonna grind it out. Maybe I'll catch a win or two. Maybe the playoffs, but it's not looking pretty, boys. It's you still
0: lead our pretty. division. I know. To play you this week.
3: I uh, know. Hopefully, you got a lot of people on by Randall because I I can get about 87 points, and <laughs> yeah, that's about You do it. not
0: have to play Lamar Jackson. So
3: yeah, that's a, that's a you, plus. You will
0: be playing Daniel Jones at quarterback. So.
3: Bring it on, baby.
0: Yeah, uh, that
1: team blows, and it's got a better record than my team. That's depressing. My uh, team's
3: garbage, dude. It's so bad. <laughs>
1: you got Eckler. That's about
3: it. Uh, and he was on a bye last week, so Gioff beat the crap out of me.
1: My and final Eckler word. i to get
3: like 40 points. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, he can do that. Um, my final <laughs> word is a painful congratulations to the atlanta braves uh it was frustrating for me and you know the reason why i've been a dodger fan my whole life but when you live as a transplant elsewhere um you you know you hold on to what you've got from home uh you know we were at game two i'm not going to label all the fans but there were certainly some fans that were not awesome and um you know my little one was not thrilled it's kind of me against the world i've said that before got nothing to do with that. You know, the Braves, everybody's hot. You know, career hits Rosario, Soler, Jock are 225 guys and they're unconscious. They beat us. You know, I wish we would have had Scherzer, Kershaw, Muncie, Turner, Dustin May, Joe Kelly. All these guys got hurt, but it doesn't matter. That's I'm not saying we would have won the series. I'm saying the series would have been different, but last year was also a short year With a short offseason, and they went as far as anybody could. So, frankly, I can't believe guys didn't get hurt sooner. But the Braves outplay us. We have to wear it. They deserve to win. I'm not making excuses. Um, I like them in this series. Obviously, everybody in the world hates Houston, especially me. And uh, with that lineup, the Morton injury sucked. But they've been unconscious. So, I still like them. I think they win both games in Atlanta. Uh, is it all three in Atlanta now? I think that's stupid. Um, three, four, and five. Yeah. I mean, dude, they've got home field now. And Houston's best advantage is that tiny little crap hole of a stadium. Um, I, I like the Braves. I mean, they're going to win it all. And congratulations. All
0: right. I'll take that. Robbie Davis somehow yeah. left us. I was trying to see if we could get him back. He's in Vegas, dude. He's gone. Yeah, he's uh, gone. He's gone for, for real. The tables were calling. I got nothing else tonight, guys, but it's been a good show. I like the fine stretch the chain with three R's. It, 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 I like it. I like the format. So. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, for Randall Cunningham, for Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, Brendan Jane, this week – i am be so glad and so thankful that I can get rid of a couple of shows after the next couple of weeks. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I really am. And on Friday night, that's that's six hours of me talking, and I'm really tired of it. So good night, everybody. Night. See you, boys. See you, boys.